Welcome to Not So Chronic, a place where we discuss the real truth in healing ourselves from chronic diagnosis. My name is Sarah and I'm a self-healers coach for women who want to step into the healer and leader they are born to be. Think of this podcast as your radical guide in unleashing yourself from all the BS you were told and awaken yourself to your power, your worth and your innate ability to heal yourself. Through our stories from suffering and diagnosis to real healing and transformation, we are the revolution. We are not so chronic. Hey guys, welcome to Not So Chronic. I'm really excited today. We have Fiona. Fiona is a self-healer, a Qigong teacher, and a future acupuncturist. And she's come on Not So Chronic on this episode to share with us her healing journey. And I'm so excited to have you here, Fiona. Hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yes, I wanted to get you on this podcast for the longest time because you're such an inspiration. Your journey that you went from chronically sick with multiple chronic diagnosis and even using AIDS. I remember, always remember seeing that picture that you have on Instagram where you needed something to sit down so you could take a break while you were shopping. And going from that to now Qigong teacher, future acupuncturist, holding space for others to facilitate their healing, you know, no chronic symptoms, no more chronic migraine. And let's just dive right in. So I would love to hear about your journey from when you were chronically sick and what was going on there for you. So I started, I actually started having crazy vertigo, um, migraines, just completely out of the blue, just came. But actually now when I look back, I can see it wasn't out of the blue. I was getting these warning signs for months and months beforehand and I was just ignoring them. So I tried to ignore it, you know, I took a few weeks off work and then tried to carry on and be normal, even though there was nothing normal about what I was going through um, and developed more symptoms, chronic fatigue, to the point where my body just stopped working completely. My husband had to come and carry me out of work um, and I stayed in bed for weeks, not being able to move at all. And then I developed more pains and just, yeah, all the symptoms that come with it yeah and it took me a long time to to get better to get out of bed um a lot of battling a lot of demons in my head at the same time um just being alone with your thoughts for um and having no one else there to talk to or be able to talk to because i couldn't speak so i was just having these conversations in my head and um you know all the mistakes that I've made throughout my life were coming up and um, yeah, so I had a lot of work to do and right, stop thinking about this, Fiona, stop thinking about this. Let's change, change your thoughts. Let's, let's just deep, do some deep breathing. And I would spend my days just concentrating on my breath, just put on some relaxing music to calm my system down because I was so overreactive and just in that fight and flight response and I just couldn't switch it off so that's when I found meditation and that really helped me begin to heal um calm my nervous system down and and try and get into that healing space that you know the rest and digest and 
and I'd never been meditating before in my life. So yeah, I was uh, just going to ask you if you were like already spiritual or had a practice. Not at all. Not at all. Um, it was actually my acupuncturist who recommended me. You know, she said, there's a few apps you can try. And, you know, I had to play about and I liked the Calm app and I found that really good. And they have a daily calm. So I would listen to this 10 minute meditation and I'd do it over and over again throughout the day. And I'd be sat there for like 30 seconds being like, oh, God, I can't do this. I can't do this. You know, my mind was still working overtime. But I kept at it and I kept at it. And eventually I could sit a little bit longer and a little bit longer. And slowly, slowly, I was able to calm myself down. But yeah, I was not a spiritual person at all before. Um, and what were your beliefs around the time of what I call the chronic illness industry? Those who diagnosed you as chronic and incurable, had you accepted that as that was it for you? At first, yes, I did. I remember having conversations with my family and my my dad especially. I love him to pieces and he was only trying to help me. And he was saying, you know, Fiona, you're not going to be like this forever. One day you're going to wake up and you and it's all going to have gone. And I'd be like, dad, it's chronic. You know, this is lifelong. People don't get better. Because I was, I, you know, was joining the Facebook groups and people are there saying, you know, this is lifelong, there is no cure, blah, blah, blah. And so I started saying that back to him. And, but then after, you know, after, you know, a couple of months, I was thinking this, this is not going to be my life forever. Like, I'm not going to accept it. I, I wanted to do so much more with my life. At first, I started to say, right, well, if I can walk my dogs, I've got two toy poodles who I love. And it's quite funny, because when I was working all the time, I'd say, you know, I just want to spend all my day with my dogs. You know, I'd love to be able to spend all day with my dogs. And I got chronically sick and I could spend all day with my dogs, <laughs> but not in the way I wanted to. So I wanted to be able to just walk around the block with them. And that became my aim. And then, I, then when I got there, I was like, yeah, there's so much more that I want to do with my life. And I wasn't going to stop until, until I got it. Yeah, I feel like that's how it's been with, uh, for you on your journey, like having these little goals each time and then reaching that goal and then increasing it to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. I know you started with doing Qigong in bed, practicing that way. And then it was yeah. like, okay, this is comfortable. Maybe now I can try in a chair. Okay, this is comfortable. And it's not like this happens overnight. This is a process this process of not just physically doing the qigong or doing the yoga, doing whatever we're doing. It's you're changing yourself on a physical cellular level and you are reconstructing your entire reality from Facebook support groups, the two beliefs about it being incurable and just the victimization of being chronically sick and, you know, needing your husband. And I'm sure that a lot of dynamics changed in your home and your family and you're shifting all of that. You're changing realities. Like you're putting yourself, you're pulling yourself out of that reality, pouring me the victim and you're moving yourself to the other one where you're, you know, this healer and a leader. And that's, you know, a process so much to, to transition through and to transmute each time there's doubt, each time there's a flare up, each time, um, you know, we accidentally find someone or a circumstance or an experience that makes us feel victimized again or that we can't. But then the whole process is just, like you said, 
do a little bit more, do a little bit more, a little bit more meditation, a little bit more Qigong. And think of all the teachers, guides you've had in your journey as well. You've invested in yourself. You've taken courses, yeah. classes, coaching. Yeah, so, yeah, I have come across some amazing people who have really, really inspired me, yourself included. My acupuncturist who inspired me to say, you know, I want to do this. I want to help people. And, you know, my Qigong instructors and and my family and friends as well. Yeah, having that support system is really important. Yeah, I love it for you. But, but I also know that in order for to, to have all of that reflected back to you, people who believe in you, support you, your dad saying right from the beginning, this isn't it for you. It was part of your mission in kind of remembering who you are and, yeah. and unearthing all of that, that you are this, we are this divine, powerful, revolutionary women. Yeah, absolutely. Hit the nail on the head. Yeah, remembering who I was because looking back for many years before I got sick, I'd I'd just forgotten who I was. I just let myself just, you know, be swept along with everyone else, you know, what everyone else wanted to do and, you know, in, in work life and home life and just forgetting what what mattered to me. Yeah. And then, you know, becoming sick, you, it makes you realise, well, what actually do I want from this life? And, well, actually... I, I can get that. Yeah. And working with you has really, really helped me understand that I can actually get whatever I want. Yes. Abundance mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, I remember I would send you Instagram posts and be like, this is before we ever worked one-to-one -one together. Because I saw, I saw, for those listening along, I had so much respect for Fiona. I knew Fiona had already healed a lot of diagnosis. And then I was on my healing journey as well. We were kind of on par. We were healing sisters. Yeah. You know, and then you joined the membership, which was so fun to have. And then also for me, I had more healing to do because I was like, a healer has joined my membership. Like my membership is for people becoming healers and like she's healed already. And I was thinking, what more can I coach her with? And well, she's already here, like migraines and all fibromyalgia and all kinds of things. But then as, as I, uh, we came to learn and I came to learn through my endless healing, you know, beyond chronic diagnosis is the, what is this mission that we're here for? It's not just to be sick and then to heal and then to what? Just what like what what's the point of it all what's the purpose of it all and you 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 went through an identity transformation as I did as well chronically sick or maybe saying healing this that and the other even having the titles of the names you know on show to then actually don't really need to like put what they are or don't need to call myself a fibro warrior or this that to then okay I'm a self-healer we get to this yeah. acceptance where we're like, okay, I'm a self-healer. I can acknowledge I'm a self. I healed myself. I'm healing myself. I'm a self-healer. Yeah, and that took, a, it, that took a lot of time to get to that point where I could make the switch and change my bio on Instagram. And I remember when, when I did it and you sent me the screenshot and was like, what's this I've just seen? Oh, my God, this is incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was 
so happy. I was so proud. It's huge. It's a big middle finger up at the industry and big pharma and just all of that nonsense that profits from when we are just the weak, defenseless, powerless, you know, woman in stuck in bed. I was just like, here comes Fiona. And it's, that's it. It's taking your power back, being like, well, actually, I'm the one who gets to heal myself. I don't need anybody else. It's, uh, the power is within me. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing, though. We acknowledge we are the the healer of ourselves. We are the self-healer. And very importantly, because it's all energy, right? I work with prana, you work with chi, it's all energy. Of course, we need our masters, teachers, sisters, guides, channelers, coaches, whoever, whatever role, whatever, you know, um, type of healing they offer, whether it's a modality or there's energetics, whether it's like some kind of physical thing, like let's take medical medium, right? He's been instrumental in your life. And although you're the one healing yourself, you're the one changing on a physical cellular level. You're the one changing your whole life, deciding what core beliefs no longer serve you and shifting them and healing and, you know, upgrading your whole life. Still, you you are open to say, okay, well, I'm ready to be guided by those who sole mission it is to guide me and to help me and to teach me. I'm receptive to that rather than this like, no, no, you don't understand. It's chronic. You know, when people say, have you heard of medical medium? He talks about salary. No, no, I no. You know, you really had to get receptive and open to be like, okay. And I'd love to hear a bit more about that. Like, did you just buy his book or like, how did that come about? Because I know that's been huge for you in your healing and not just get the symptoms down and then like revert back as like a detox. But like, no, this is your diet. This is your life. You eat the medical medium protocol. So, I mean, I'd seen celery juice going all around Instagram and I was like, yeah, well, give that a go. So I tried it first of all. And then it was one of my friends on Instagram, Emily. She said, oh, have you read the books? And I was like, the books? What what books? (laughs) No. So then I bought the first book and wow, it just completely just like blew my mind and completely changed everything for me. And I think I got it for a Christmas present. And in on the 9th of January, I started the 28 day healing cleanse. I mean, and that's a full on raw cleanse um, in January when it was absolutely freezing. I couldn't have picked a worse time to do it. But I was like, this is it. This is it. Now I'm going to do it yeah (laughs) i did it and it was hard and i learned a lot along the way about what to do and what not to do i still stick to it not fully raw but i stick to it pretty much um take out the foods that he recommends that you don't eat and bring in more healing foods and it's funny because the people around me are now changing up their habits as well which is amazing um, my husband, who was, you know, I mean, when we first met, he was junk food nearly every night of the week and <laughs> slowly, slowly. And now he's he's nearly, he's not fully vegan, but he's on his way to being it. And vegan is sexy. I'll just throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, of course. As we start to change, I mean, look at you. You're glowing. You literally reversed sickness you're a healer now of course people around us are going to be like maybe there's something to this whole like medical medium thing but that's the thing it's not just 
um, this or that modality, that it has to be the medical medium, it has to be going vegan or it has to be whatever, because we can find another healer who healed similar diagnosis and stuff with some other diet. So I really believe that within within the diet change or the lifestyle change or the qigong or the yoga or the uh therapy some kind of therapy that that you get led to it's it's that it's that you're being led this whole time and like let's take your journey with medical medium i'm sure as you started to read his stuff other areas of your life or other kind of insights were like oh you know i didn't think of maybe like big pharma or soy or um, some of the other things medical medium really shines a huge light on that you think, oh, I didn't even consider how I was pumping myself full of hormones or genetically modified foods, you know. So yeah. it's through a diet change or a practice, it can be that it can be just a means to learn the thing that, you know, that you've got to learn for your next big life change I know now well I'm guessing now you probably wouldn't take kind of like allopathic medicine you would be able to con concoct some kind of natural uh, alternative yeah yeah I mean I would always look for the natural alternative first um not saying that I would never take anything if I needed it and it was an emergency and things like that but uh, yeah I've never been one for really liking taking medicine anyway um it just just doesn't agree with me like just yeah using using nature what's there around us so I've got my essential oils which you introduced me to you know I've got my herbs and and things like that and and also just you know breathing in the qigong is really healing and that helps me get through through a lot um I've got um I got an infection not so long ago and it's the first time that I'd actually been you know sick oh I love this for yeah. you it's such That's a funny it. way to um it's such a funny way for me to comment on you being sick but the world I live in now these girls I live in with Bali in Bali we're all just like someone says they're sick we're all just like oh well done like you're up leveling something that's so cool and we're like no but I've got a migraine and we're like yeah you're shedding like some past pattern <laughs> you know and I know yeah I was actually because for so many years whilst being chronically sick I'd never got a cold or anything like that and then when I got this cold I was like yes my immune system is working like this is what it's supposed to do so yeah so that was cool and I thought right so I healed it without without you know going down going to the doctors going to the pharmacy getting all the usual things and it was really really empowering yes it reminds me when I had the ear infection and I was documenting it on Instagram because I wanted to show everyone that like this whole process is an up level it's the symptom is a symptom of healing I'd even go so far as to say the word illness is coined it's fabricated it's made up the body is just it has a natural healing response the, mm. the cold that you had getting an infection and the way that the body would inflame or like attempt to fight that infection is just all the and you might get a fever because that's your body like sweat it out sweat it out your body just has natural healing responses so yeah I'd even go so far as to say just like illness is healing in action and I think now <laughs> we've both realized that any kind of illness and air quotes illness comes up we know what well, a on some level we manifested it for our own growth and to learn something from it 
something underlying the illness, right? Like we know how the body's a map and all the parts connect to something and, you know, where we're rigid in our life, perhaps that shows up as rigidity in the joints or we're not flowing and we're not open. Perhaps that shows up in the heart space or the womb space. And we start to see well, how... They just relaxed my shoulders when you said we're being rigid. <laughs> I just, <laughs> just relaxed my shoulders down. Yeah, mine's the jaw. Mine's clenching in the jaw and it's like, relax the jaw. So self-healer, Fiona. So then you went on your next part of the journey last year and you realized you wanted to be a Qigong teacher. Yeah, well, actually, what came first was the acupuncture. I actually decided, so... It was just after Christmas 2019 and I it, like I'd been really really interested when I've been going to see my acupuncturist and like thought you know I would love to do this but you know that that was as far as I got and I thought you know what I really really want to do this and I believe that this is something that you know I've kind of been put on the earth to do um and, I, and so I made the decision at the end of 2019 2020 was going to be the year I went and I signed up in January 2020 to acupuncture school and I I walked in there with with my walking stick because I really couldn't walk then and everybody was saying oh well how are you going to do it how are you going to you know what what if you're not better by then and I was like well I am going to be <laughs> oh yes but I am like I'm already healing and that's when I just started the medical medium so I knew that I was on this path and I was going to get there by October 2020 yeah and I did and I did and but in the meantime in the summer no I think it was March yeah beginning of lockdown I started doing qigong daily and I, I, I felt so good and I started I was like right Vince that's my husband I was like you need to feel this good right you do it with me and he joined in and then I was going to my mum and dad's garden and teaching them and going to my brother and his fiance and teaching them. And I was like, this is so amazing. I love sharing this with other people. I can do this. Like, I, I'm really enjoying this. Um, taking me back to my dancing days where I used to do a little bit of teaching. And so, yeah, that was really nice. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to do this. So then I signed up to, to do the Qigong course starting the month after I started college. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. it's, and everyone was like are you sure you're not like this isn't going to be too much and I was like no no this is it this is yeah and you and you stand by that like that wasn't any part of you trying to like burn yourself out and uh, you knew you you knew what you were doing absolutely knew that I was ready um and actually in deciding to do those things that just made my healing just you know skyrocket it just went up hey love if you're enjoying the show and you're ready to connect with self-healers attend powerful coaching masterclasses and get access to restoring and revitalizing self-healing practices head over to notsochronic.com as a huge thank you for being here on the show, you get an exclusive Not So Chronic discount to join us in our membership, exclusive to Women in Healing, the Self Healers Society. 
you'll get all my best self-healing resources, group support, and powerful coaching all for you in your self-healing. You and your work in the healing arts will be guided, supported, and celebrated. And you will have the chance to come on the show for women in healing ready to share their truth that healing happens. So head to notsochronic.com and join us in the Self Healers Society. Okay, my love, back to the show. Having that focus and, and changing my life from being about, oh, well, you know, being sick and trying to manage it, well, actually trying to look forward and creating this new life really helped me really heal on a deeper level. Yes, I love that. I love it. I love yeah. the journey. Love how it was your own practice. You know, you received acupuncture and you practiced Qigong and no doubt then that was the path you were led on to now facilitate, well, future acupuncturist. When will you graduate? So I'm coming up to my first year, so another two years to go. Oh, uh, no, I love that it's a long course, like very in-depth, you know. I mean, mm, it's no candy-ass yeah. course. It's the real thing. You're going to be it putting is. needles in people. I love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And I bet with that, you've started to think about your vision, right? Your visionary life. Like, are you going to have a, a studio or like, not a studio, but, you know, a center, a clinic? I don't know the word. And you're going to, it's going to be you, Fiona, like your name on the door. You must be getting excited when you think about this from like unemployed due to chronic illness to actually entrepreneurial, helping people in their healing. And that potentially, yes, your clients are going to come to you, whether it's Qigong, acupuncture, and you're going to have to, you're going to naturally have conversations with them and you're going to, it's going to come up like their diet, their consumption, their core beliefs, their mindset, their vision for their life. It's just because it's all one. And if someone comes to you for acupuncture on their sciatica or their whatever it is, you know, you can do your best to treat that thing. But if there's a core belief that keeps fueling that symptom to keep coming up again and again, they'll keep coming back to you for acupuncture. And so that's going to be, that's going to be really cool for you to give people, you know, this wholesome, I know you're already starting the like thinking process of how you would, um, how you would work with clients. I know you've already got your classes that you run your public classes on zoom probably in real life too um when things open up a bit more and you'll host some classes and it's just a process like for sure people are going to come to you as a yoga teacher people came to me all the time what shall I do for this what shall I do for that and the answer isn't like this duality this like breaking everything up like you got that protocol for that and that protocol for that actually it's just this wholesome like that starts with with I would say it starts with, do you believe that you can heal? And do you believe that you're worthy? I feel like those are the two big. Absolutely, definitely. So what was holding you back from teaching Qigong? Because there was a little period of time where you were like, okay, well, I'm helping my family and friends, but I don't know if I can actually 
teach strangers or like charge so I'd love to hear a bit about that because that was where kind of our coaching together really started and a lot of people think that I you know help women who are chronically sick and I do but naturally especially in like a six-month container which is more than enough time we you know we progress okay what's the vision where are you holding yourself back where are you not trusting yourself and money right all the things abundance and relationships we get into all this good stuff maybe you want to share a bit about how you went from self-healer to healer and leader and like okay sign up to my classes and believing in yourself even showing up on Instagram live right you did the old boomerang for the longest time (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah you'll be like yeah I love the boomerangs but let's see yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I mean when we when I started working with you, it was it was the confidence side of things that I really needed um, work with. Um, yes, I had these ideas to do all these things, teach the Qigong, but then the thought of it, oh, just made me feel sick. Like, how can I stand up in front of people and speak? Because speak is something for me that ah I remember at school like having to get up and do you know do your presentation and I'd be like well I'd I'd make myself sick and run to the toilet like it was right right look see like can we all just it's like how psychosomatic is the body it's just telling us since we were kids exactly so yeah so that I mean yeah having the confidence to stand up and speak in front of people is is something that I've really had to work on and work on this idea that you know I I am worthy enough um you know I have enough knowledge to actually you know speak to these people and tell them all the things that I've learned you know I had a lot of fear of like oh what you know what if I say something that's maybe sounds stupid to some people or (laughs) you know I say something wrong and it's like well you know if it's wrong it's wrong but (laughs) it's probably not gonna be um (laughs) And yeah, just, yeah, really working on the confidence and yeah, you've helped me a lot with that. Getting on uh, Instagram live and doing my Qigong live ones, you know, putting myself out there to the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just helps you more and more because what we realize is that we're, we're always healing. And for some person jumping on an Instagram live, it might just be if they haven't got any core belief around their throat and they didn't have any childhood experience and they've got very open throat chakra, you know, for them, it might be something else. But for us, okay, we're led here. We've got to face the camera and it's like, okay, I don't want to do this, but I want people to join my class, right? That's the ultimate goal. And not just people, your ideal visionary soul clients, right? Like, the people who see you, validate you, hear you, it's all more healing. So when we're at work and we create our own entrepreneurial work, um, we're only serving clients who completely respect us, see us, and we completely respect and see them. And we are them. And it's all, you know, I'm sure Qigong and yoga, same with the philosophy of union, oneness. You know, we're all brothers and sisters to get really woo and corny but like yeah actually everything about manifestation law of attraction healing ourselves doing the inner work it all relates to our entrepreneurial work and our our soul mission work 
yes, we would want to go and teach, you know, I want to go and teach a big yoga class or like help women here in Bali. I'm sure you want to do Qigong for seniors and all kinds of things. And it's like, yeah, and, and we want to do it for free. And we will, we'll get there. But at the moment, we're going to interact in our soul clients who are ready for the energy exchange, ready for that commitment to themselves. You get to practice your what you were here to do. And the throat chakra is all about being the teacher as well, the teacher, the guide. And uh, we need our voice to do that. <laughs> so, of course, my body loves to throw a bit of uh, tonsillitis at me from time to time when I'm resisting uh, using my voice. Yeah. But, um, but you've, you've gone, you've been okay. You haven't actually manifested much sickness in the last few months since you've been up leveling so much, like getting yourself out there on live, having your first classes. You probably had a bit of nervous belly or something, but you haven't like properly, I went to hospital for goodness sake. That's how much healing I had to do. <laughs> Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I went to the toilet before my first class, though. Oh, <laughs> oh bless you. So nervous. But now I bet you run to them because, you know, you're going to see your girls, you're going to see your regular clients. Yeah, it's, yeah, no fear at all switching that camera on and, and, and yeah, speaking to them. It's, yeah, it's, and funny, it, it didn't take that long for me to get to that point as well. <laughs> Yeah, not at all. Not at all. It was just, what do you think was underlying that nervousness? Like we mentioned saying the wrong thing and stuff, imposter syndrome, just feeling not, or like I'm not qualified yet. And I've worked with other clients as well in different healing modalities who would say the same thing like, oh no, I need another, I need a yoga nidra qualification. Now I need a yin yoga qualification. Now I need a this, that, this. Um, and just like chasing the papers no because you already if you already know the stuff then you're able to teach it yeah, yeah absolutely and what about your jump um in the energy exchange that's super healing it's not just like what we charge is completely irrelevant to our healing what we charge is healing women it's it's all connected it's all connected to our worth our value our sense of how committed we are and how much we want people to also invest their time and energy. You started with your intro price because you were just starting. And I think that's fair enough. My coaching, when I think back to what I charge for one-to-one -one coaching, I almost pass out because it was, it was, it was so cheap for a one-to-one -one coach, but nevertheless, we all start somewhere and I reckon, and for, you know, entrepreneurial women or aspiring entrepreneurs who are listening along, who are self-healing women, but, you know, looking to become the next healer and leader and share their truths, explore what you're charging because it's a myth to think charge less equals more people or um, just give it away for free. <laughs> no, why are you doing that to yourself? Yeah. And what I've found is since I've upped my prices is that, yeah, the people that are coming now are the people that really, really want it. Um, so before with the cheaper prices, it was people like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. I might be there or I might not. 
and you know they'd come and go or they'd go out for brunch and then you know <laughs> something better would come up so they wouldn't come to the class but now it's the yeah it's the people that really need it and really want to you know invest and change their lives who are coming and that means more to me than having you know a thousand people who are just like yeah yeah it's kind of all right yeah <laughs> agree me and my housemate were talking about it well we talk about it all the time because we try and rev each other up in terms of money and abundance mindset and I'm like if I'm paying something that's not enough of a commitment that makes me go like no I really invested in that like I'm gonna show up and you know I'm showing up even if the time's not 100% ideal but when you when you pay that money you're it's all about energy money is energy it's just more energy and you exchange from teacher to student or coach to client, you get to give the student or the client the opportunity to invest in themselves and feel good about themselves. I think that's why we feel good when we get a haircut or when we do anything like that. It's actually because we've invested in ourselves. It's actually because we've spent money on ourselves. But haircut, you know, change of clothing doesn't heal underlying beliefs and patterns but practice like Qigong does because you're moving your energy around. You know, I bet you can show up to one of your Qigong sessions and not even consciously be aware of like some pattern of perhaps victim mode or unworthiness or um, some fear of abandonment, you know, all kinds of things. But when we're practicing with energy, we're going to be able to move that energy around. It might come out then. It might be able to come out to the surface. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I've had um, a student of mine, um, I think, I'm trying to think how many classes she'd had beforehand. I don't think it was that many. And after the class, she sent me a picture of herself. She was crying because she she'd released all this emotion through doing the class. And yeah, and she felt such a relief afterwards. And it was so amazing. Yeah, all that trapped, repressed stuff. That would yeah. otherwise potentially manifest as symptoms. Absolutely. In the physical body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, get it out in a healthy way rather than what I would do is maybe get it out by starting a fight with my partner or, you know, actually drawing in, calling in circumstances that I would then call unlucky. But actually, if I'm going around with repressed emotions, I'm going around with it always happens to me or like just unhealed stuff from the past, we then orchestrate our life based on that. So and also I will also add that going to a class with other healers, like even if not everyone's conscious that they're a healer, but I've come to realize, especially since being in Bali, that everyone is a healer. They don't need a chronic diagnosis everyone's a healer you get chatting to people and they're like well you know they've got this issue whatever it is that brings them to your qigong or brings them to something that i'm doing or i meet them in a yoga class or whatever here in bali and uh, you get talking and yeah and they're like oh yeah well i do get a bit of neck pain or yeah i got a bit of uh, IBS and you get talking 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 and you can see how it's just everyone so that's just a big like I just the illusion that there's like this spoony community and then everyone else who's normal is totally not true. It's just completely false. The difference is the spoony community have taken on the identity 
and mm. digested that and absorbed that and become that and then orchestrated their life around that. And then their life has literally changed and now it's all, and you can get quite stuck. I was stuck there for 10 years. You were stuck there for years as well. But other normal, air quotes, normal people, they're healing, they're healing really deep stuff. They just never, it never manifested as a diagnosis, you know? Yeah. Since um, putting myself out there as a Qigong instructor to um, my Facebook, because for a long time it was just Uh Instagram, like, and I was just, because I was comfortable in, you know, the Instagram world with, you know, the healers and everyone that I knew. And, and so I was just giving my offerings to them. And so just recently I've started and I've put myself out there on my own Facebook account and put out to the world that I'm a Qigong instructor, you come to me. And I've had, you know, quite a few people come to me who I thought, well, I didn't think that, you know, they they would need this, who have these problems, but they do, they do and, they're, and they're coming to me. Yeah, so like you say, it's, yeah, it's not just the, the chronic illness warriors <laughs> yeah and yeah. I love that for you that you got on Facebook like that because it is you know more healing more in the work to be so seen people from school oh god I don't even know who's on my Facebook <laughs> everyone I've ever known since I was about 14 is on my Facebook and yeah and to put yourself out there yeah and it, you know what it felt incredible yeah <laughs> I love that because what's there to fear really and this is just more there might be core beliefs there um people will think I'm weird people won't get it then I'll be rejected or maybe I'll put myself out there and they won't sign up and then that's embarrassing or you know stuff like that going on but all that is just self-imposed limitations there's limitations we're putting on ourselves. Mm. break free from them offer your services because look what we're realizing as spiritual women is that everything you want and need will come to you you just got to have the conscious choice in like allowing it like you saying to yourself you might wake up and you might say I'm ready for 20 students to come to my class this week and then Mm -hmm. you're you're opening yourself up for that so that means you've got to be ready for the abundance you've got to be ready to hold that space and you've got to be ready to let go of our rigid, like, no, this is how I have to show up on Instagram every day because that's the only way these 20 people are going to find me. And then and then overworking and then, like, falling into all patterns of, like, striving too much. And then the 20 people might not come and we're like, why didn't they come? I, I was on Instagram every day or I sent emails and I was so tired. And actually it's like, look, the universe works out how the people are going to find you. You just be a magnet. Let that abundance come to you. Let them people come to you and don't decide, like you said, you thought, oh, she probably wouldn't, he probably wouldn't. You got to get, we got to get rid of all those assumptions that anyone, anyone could come in any time zone, anywhere from our life. The universe will take care of the house. We just, we can help the universe along by having more portals, right? Instagram is just a portal, Facebook's a portal. They're just opportunities for our people to find us. But they can also find us through word of mouth, all different ways when we get that open. I actually, I bumped into some people who I haven't seen from year, like for years since before I got um, poorly. And 
we had a conversation about Qigong because she'd seen yeah. on Facebook. And, yeah. And she was like, that's really interesting. I'm really interested. How do I sign up? So, yeah, just, yeah, being open to speak to it about uh, about it to anyone. Yeah. Um, because you never know who's going to want it, need it. Yeah. yeah. And all, and the more you continue to invest in yourself as well, like sometimes I have con- very rarely because I position myself in a in a reality where everyone around me is doing their work and hiring coaches, working with people and teachers and guides. But sometimes I meet someone who isn't, who's expecting people to come to them and that and sell their services. And I'm like, but what are you doing for your healing? And they're like, no, I, I've got everything under control. Like, I'm doing it myself. Like, I get up and I do my meditation and I do my things. And and I'm like, yeah, but there's always healing to do. There's always inner work to do. And so there's not, you're not really fueling the energy exchange by not investing in yourself in any way, in any healing, or even it could be classes, right? Right, going to Qigong classes, going to... Um, some session held at your local place you know um and these are more portals because let's think about how um when you first started offering your lessons you did yeah you posted in my membership site and then women from there could come and support you and then when some of them hosted a class you supported them and that's just more portals. It's just more ways for you to get seen and, and then they'll share it on their social media. And so when you do invest in yourself by having a coach or going to a class, inadvertently, you the, the abundance comes back to you. It's like Deepak Chopra, he always says, abundance comes back to you like eightfold. You invest in yourself, five bucks, that comes back to you eightfold in ways you can't imagine. It works. It really works. <laughs> yeah, just like... Yeah, just 100%, especially when you get to chat to people that you're going to whatever it is with, um, you know, and then you think, what a coincidence, like me, I'm going to Zumba. Um, and you could think, consider Zumba as it's not a healing modality, it's not a yoga class, but that's nonsense because everything is healing and dance is truly healing for me. And I go to Zumba and it'll be like on the way or I'll meet someone or I'll speak to someone there or, you know, just something happens. You get led down some path that ends up being exactly what you need. And I just had to use, universe had to use, you know, when I say universe also for those listening, I, I could mean spirit, source, God, God's energy, just whatever resonates with you. Um, I like to just say the universe, you know, it had already, it already thought out the possible way that I could get the thing. And then you go, oh, what coincidence. In my Zimba class, I met someone who's going to do that thing that I need done. And that was lucky. That was lucky. It's like, no, it's not lucky. You're in charge. You, you drew that in. You're, we're magnets. We're continuously magnetizing, drawing in each other. Um, not just for our own abundance, but for our healing and then to collectively heal the planet. You know, for every 10 students that are in your Qigong class and then they make a significant jump in their healing and then potentially they, that is a, a catalyst for like, hey, maybe I could help people too. Yeah, and it, yeah, it goes out and expands and expands and expands into the world. Yeah, so I love it. I love it. Um, I think we have chatted about all the things on the list. Any last things? Obviously, for those listening, I'm going to put Fiona's details in the 
podcast episode description so you'll be able to contact her and join her classes and um, but yeah if you haven't got any last things you'd like to share yeah just just don't be afraid and just go for what you want and yeah believe in yourself believe you have the power to get exactly what you want out of life and and be happy as well like do it all being happy this is what I, one thing I did want to talk about which we is that yeah we can be doing all these healing things but if they're not making us happy then it's not really that healing so find something I, I would find something that I, I enjoy doing and do it every single day Thank you so much for sharing your time and energy here, Fiona. And uh, I'm just excited to keep witnessing you. Keep healing and leading and sharing your truth. And I know you're going to go on. You're going to lead courses, potentially a membership, potentially programs for people. It's just all whatever you choose, right? Whatever unfolds for you. Yeah. Okay, my loves, I hope you enjoyed this show. And if you did, remember to check out your not-so-chronic discount and join the Self-Healers Society over at notsochronic.com for powerful coaching masterclasses, self-healing practices, and real friendships with real women who heal themselves. We are the revolution. I'm Sarah. See you next time. And remember, healing happens.